The Anton Savage Show Saturday with Nifty Business on News Talk. Today we'll be looking through all of the stories making the news, and one of those that seems to be ongoing is the critical problems facing the Web Summit because the Web Summit employs, uh, by its own description, something to the order of 350-ish people. Uh, a lot of them based in Ireland. It pays its tax in Ireland. It's HQ'd in Ireland. And it is the most significant tech conference in the world. And in fact, now, it's a number of tech conferences. There are now, I think, four in various different locations. There's Qatar, there's Canada, I think there's a US conference, and there is, of course, the jewel in the crown that is Lisbon. It being in Lisbon because the Web Summit and its founder, Paddy Cosgrave, were unsatisfied with the level of service that Dublin was able to provide to them. This week, Paddy Cosgrave uh, began tweeting and liking tweets in respect of the Israel-Gaza conflict. And much of what he said was critical of Israel. Um, now, he has gone on to say, no, 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 he was critical of war crimes. And as he said in the original tweet, war crimes are war crimes, even when committed by allies and should be called out for what they are. But this, these tweets got an interesting response, uh, in large part from originally from Israel, where a number of Israel uh, tech investors and tech companies said they wouldn't be attending. Uh, culminating ultimately with the Israeli ambassador to Portugal saying that no company from Israel and that Israel as an entity was going to be boycotting the Web Summit. Then other companies began to announce that they wouldn't be attending and other people began to announce that they wouldn't be attending. The list now stands at Google, Meta, Stripe, the giant payments company um, founded by the Collison brothers from Limerick, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, the actor, Gillian Anderson, the actor, Amy Poehler, the comedian, LL Cool J, the rapper, Intel, Siemens, and now Amazon most recently. Well, with us is Charlie Taylor, who is technology and innovation editor with the Business Post, who has been leading much of the coverage on this. Charlie, can you take us back to how all of this started? Sure, yeah. I mean, in a way, you know, I mean, it was a strange when I started uh, looking at it on Monday and first reported on it on Monday morning. And as you say, you know, at the start there, there had been some sort of disquiet over it. It was some sort of Silicon Valley tech executives and investors and also, as you say, from Israel expressed outrage at Paddy's tweet. Now, you know, I mean, it needs to be seen in the context of here, you know, what Paddy said, it's an irony of like it was one of his least defensive tweets. You know, he's upset many people um, in Ireland, you know, journalists, uh, politicians, official islands, the IDA and so on. But this was actually one of his least defensive tweets in a way, you know, and and wasn't dissimilar in a way from from comments, uh, you know, mentioned by uh, Leo Varadkar and the president during the week, which was basically, you know, Israel needs to be proportionate in its response to, to the attack by Hamas recently. You know, there's something like that where you know over here we i think in ireland in particular we have a very sort of more nuanced sort of understanding of the situation maybe in the middle east than in some areas where you know it's very much you're on one side or the other so it just played very badly and i suppose part of the problem was you know so there was an immediate sort of cancel web summit sort of hashtag started and web plummet and all of these things and you know but what became you know what started off as, as, as fairly quietly and i suppose really sort of just restricted to people in the tech space has kind of just 
blown up during the week. You know, and as you say, you know, I mean, on Thursday, I broke the news that Intel and Siemens had said they were withdrawing from the event. And then yesterday, you know, and, and we found out then that Gillian Anderson, the star of uh, Sex Education and X-Files, has also had decided to, to withdraw from it. And since then, there's been sort of an avalanche of companies and, and speakers sort of falling over themselves to say, you know, we're also not partaking. So, I mean, it, it's really grown over the week. And all of this has happened despite an apology by Paddy uh, on Tuesday, I think it was, you know, and that doesn't seem to have stemmed the flow. I think some people, you know, doubt as to the sincerity of it, particularly as he had said a few, you know, a few hours earlier, he had said, you know, he had said, you know, very much like this is not an attack on Israel. This is, you know, this is very much meant to be Hamas has been, you know, uh, offensive in this, you know, and he condoned the attacks on Hamas. But it just played, you know, it, even his response and the apology didn't kind of come across it well enough to stem the, stem the flood of companies and people saying they're not attending. The other thing I assume, Charlie, that has to be taken into account when you look at the response there has been originally from Israeli companies and then beyond is the totality of his actions on social media, because some of it is the tweets that he put out himself, but there are also the things that he is choosing to like and the things that he is choosing to retweet. And depending on which platform you look at Twitter on, Twitter is saying that he liked a tweet that said, that quoted um, Israel as being a racist apartheid state continuing a brutal criminal dehumanising treatment of the people of Gaza. Um, Another that he uh, liked or retweeted was one that said that the Israeli leaders dehumanising language about Palestinians in Gaza and the IDF's conduct are cause for alarm. Quotes, we're seeing the combination of genocidal acts with special Mm. intent. This is indeed a textbook case of genocide. I would have thought all of that was fairly predictable that it was going to offend the Israelis and the wider Jewish diaspora. Yeah, I think this is one of the things of, you know, that I think, you know, Paddy has got away, Paddy Cosgrove has got away with kind of taunting Ireland, if you like, or officials in Ireland and has said stuff. But when it has tended to, when he's tried to kind of apply that at a global level, usually it's kind of fallen flat. You may recall a few years ago at Web Summit, he, he on the centre stage on opening night when there's thousands of people in the big arena, he sort of tried to do a, here's Leo Varadkar, he's, you know, and the whole controversy about him having passed on com- uh, confidential information. And he tried to do a aha moment on it, you know, and revealed it to the world. But, you know, to be honest, the Irish people in the audience went, whoa, you know, and everyone else, it just passed them by and it, the event just carried on. You know, and it's been like that in terms of, you know, when Paddy tweeted as well. And I wonder, you know, I, I don't know, I don't understand really what, what he's thinking on this. But I wonder if he just forgot the fact that he was tweeting to a global audience rather than one that's local. And explain one thing to me, Charlie, how this then changed, because it's rare that you see such a clear inflection point in in a string of of, um, social media tweets, because he he tweeted out uh, images of uh, what he says are emails from people congratulating him on what he had done. Mm -hmm. He tweeted out to say that he was getting more investors coming on board, more media seeking to come on board. He said, thanks for the messages. I'm proud of what I have repeatedly stated. Then he said, solidarity with innocent civilians on all sides. I'm not going to relent. And then within hours, he put out a 400-word apology. Yeah, I, I think what happened was when suddenly the likes, you know, I mean, it, it was Thursday that I revealed about uh, Intel and Siemens coming out. Now, I think there was obviously a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes where companies were going, whoa, we cannot be seen to be part of this event. 
um, you know, because obviously there's such sensitivities around the 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 issue that you know that that they were sort of removing themselves from the scenario. But I think there was a sort of certain sort of like we'll just blag our way through this, and you know, if I just say everyone still thinks I'm great and that Web Summit's great, and they you know they're doubling down on coming, we'll be okay. And I you know I don't know whether he was advised that he should you know just issue the apology because it seems very unlike Paddy, and it seems in particular given he had said his "I will not relent." statement, you know, a couple of hours earlier. I, I think, you know, what it was is that behind the scenes, companies were saying, no, we will not be attending. And then obviously, when that became public, when the first news of Intel and Siemens came out, then suddenly it's hard to stop other companies then from kind of going, whoa, we've got to separate ourselves from this as well. Now, Paddy Cosgrave has removed himself from Twitter in his most recent tweet saying that he's going to spend time off the platform. But it begs the question of what the impact is going to be on the Web Summit, because the Web Summit is a huge success and a massive success as Irish events and Irish event companies go. The most recent news that Amazon has pulled out. But when you add the list of the heavy hitters, I mean, whatever about the celebrities, the Intels, the Siemens, the Metas, the Stripes, the Amazons, the Googles, if they're not there... Is this the Web Summit hold below the waterline? This is the big question, I think, that now, you know, needs to be answered. And it's hard to know. I mean, in a way, you know, I mean, while these big names were associated with Web Summit and were sponsors of it, you know, would be on stage with it, they weren't necessarily what Web Summit was about. You know, there's a lot of startups and, or, you know, companies that are scaling that are not maybe not as big as the likes of Intel and Amazon and all of those. So in a way, if they're not there, it doesn't matter. I mean, it does matter, obviously, to the bottom line because they're losing huge money in terms of sponsorship and in terms of some speakers. But the event could carry on potentially without it. But, I mean, you know, I think if it does carry on, you know, th- there comes a point, I suppose, where, you know, if more companies pull out, it's going to be very difficult to host the event, you know, just in terms of there will not be the content even for them to put on. But I think, you know, what we might see is sort of event management 101, where you start to see, you know, stages get bigger, curtains are uh, artfully draped to make rooms look, you know, tighter, uh, exhibitors are given bigger stands, more people are invited to uh, speak on stage, that are that have already said that they'll come they'll come anyway. You know that might be one way to sort of almost sort of blag their way through this event. But I mean, there's you know there's no doubt that even if they do that, this is going to be a very different web summit than it ever than has ever taken place before. And it's interesting that the web summit itself hasn't made any particular statement other than reissuing Paddy Cosgrave's personal apology on Twitter. Are we likely to see, particularly given now that he has removed himself from social media, are we likely to see statements from board, from uh, the entity itself? Yeah, well, this is one of the strange things, I suppose. And and, then, and I think it's been hard for companies to grasp. And, you know, I mean, I, I've heard of other companies that are reviewing their situation. And some of it, they're finding it hard to get around, I suppose, particularly when, they, you know, the, the the European arm is talking to the headquarters in the US and they're sort of saying, well, there is no board, essentially. Web Summit is Paddy Cosgrave. You know, the two are directly interlinked and, you know, he holds a lot of power there. It isn't a publicly listed company. There is no real sort of, you know, I mean, so the power sort of rests with him. So he's very much the... the the one who who makes the call on what happens, you know, I mean, there are, he obviously has his advisors, but it's unlike, you know, in many situations in the US, say, if someone, if someone was in a similar situation, they would just get fired. 
or they would resign and the company moves on and says, mea culpa, and let's move on. But it's hard to know. I mean, I think, you know, if one way for the company to continue is if Paddy was to step aside. I'm not sure he would. You know, and the other is potentially for them to kind of look, you know, at the events that are happening outside of Europe for growth. You know, there's Qatar happening, there's Rio happening. There has been talk of web summits potentially in the future in Africa, in China. Perhaps that's, you know, perhaps uh, what is said about Israel in some of those places wouldn't be as a, seen as offensive as they are here and in the US where it's much more sensitive. I assume, Charlie, if people want more detail, you have carved out a fair amount of square footage in the Business Post tomorrow? Yes, yes. Uh, with a big piece on, you know, what the, what the options are, you know, and obviously a whole look back at the week. Myself and my colleague, Catherine Sands, uh, we've we a big, strong piece in there. So, I mean, you know, I think there's going to be plenty more to run on this, you know, and uh, for those who haven't got up to speed on it, you know, uh, hopefully uh, our piece will uh, do them, tell them all they need to know. Charlie, thank you very much. Charlie Taylor, Technology and Innovation Editor with The Business Post. The Anton Savage Show, Saturday. With Nifty Business. Saturday morning at 9. On News Talk.